Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David here and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent Podcast. Thanks again for joining me, for listening and downloading. Um, thank you again for all your feedback, your comments and your questions. It's what makes this podcast what it is. So please do um, keep getting in touch, telling us what things you're finding out there on the property market um, and any questions that you want answering, um, any topics you want covering. So please do get in touch if we can help in any way. Now, this episode is um, around a couple of questions and experiences I've encountered um, over the last couple of weeks about um, people choosing to sell their property and then choosing the right agent. Now, um, I hope to cover a few top tips, some credentials, some things that you should definitely factor in. Um, it's a big decision. It's the biggest decision you're likely to make in terms of selling your most expensive asset, your home. Um, it can be quite emotional. It can be stressful. So the key thing is, um, before we even start that, is to understand what you actually want to achieve, what your goal is, whether that's um, you're moving for a particular reason, whether it's work, you've got to achieve a certain price, you've got to move quickly, or you've got time on your hands. You know, these kind of key factors and also then what your level of expertise and knowledge is and how much involvement you want to have will steer you in the right direction as to what agents you need to be looking at. The reason I say that is because the marketplace now over, particularly over the last five years, has changed dramatically. So when you might have purchased your property, you would have been used to just going to maybe a high street estate agent. The difference now is that you've got a complete variety of estate agents all under the sort of similar umbrella and the service of estate agency but they offer a huge array of different services and that can be right from an online website to a hybrid kind of agency to a high street and full service agency that will do everything and more so you've got to understand what bits you are comfortable with what bits you might have knowledge with um, and then the biggest advice is to go out to the marketplace, speak to a, as many agents as you want, but be clear on what your goals are, what you want, um, what your expectations are, what your expertise are and what you would like out of the service. So there is that huge variety out there. If you go for an online option, you know, you're going to get certain things like the marketing taken care of, maybe the value. Um, but then you're going to have to be a lot more involved in things like conducting viewings and um, negotiating and stuff like that. So so be aware there is that option if you want to do more of it yourself and be more involved. And then there's the full service, the other end, where literally um, they'll do everything for you. So, so just bear that in mind. Be very clear before you go onto the market of what your expectations are and what you would like to do, if anything, in the process. Um, and then you can look at that variety of options out there. So in terms of credentials and things, these are the top tips then that once you think, right, I know roughly the service I want, I know what I'm prepared to do, 
I've picked a handful of agents that are um, the kind of agents that I want to go with. These are the things now that, that need to be factored in. So you may have seen, especially in the, the media over the last few um, weeks and months now, that estate agents are becoming ever more professional um, in their expertise. And this has been helped, thankfully, by a raft of measures announced by the government. Um, and this is to drive any rogue agents out of the market, any people who um, haven't got the necessary experience or um, expertise to do the service. And um, this has included bringing in professional qualifications um, will be coming in soon where it will be a legal requirement for estate agents to be qualified. Um, and there's also been legislation brought in requiring client money protection um, and a requirement to be transparent about fees. So all these things the government are doing is trying to make it as easy as possible for you, the consumer, the seller, to be able to look at estate agents independently and just say, right, I can clearly see from one to the other what the fees are, what their expertise are, what protection they have, um, and and we'll cover a lot of that in this episode. So this is all great for you, the consumer. It requires agents to be more professional, um, to be qualified, and um, really to put them on a similar footing to conveyances, solicitors, and surveyors. So you know, peace of mind, when you pick an estate agent, you are getting a professional qualified and um, you know, experienced and protected estate agency service. So um, one thing to bear in mind is agents who don't comply with the new rules will face great penalties, including being fined or banned. But it's still worth checking your estate agent's credentials before signing on any dotted line of an agreement. So these are the key things you need to be looking for. Now, is there an overall governing body for estate agents? Um, bizarrely, no, not yet. Um, we're hoping it's on its way in. Um, but rather than an overall governing body, there is a hierarchy of legislation, mandatory redress schemes and professional trade bodies. So um, how do you know where to begin? The first step is to see if the agent is a member of a trade body. So. Um, there are a couple of regulated trade bodies out there, uh, professional bodies that, um, such as the Estate Agency Industry Body, which is the NAEA Property Mark, and that's the National Association of Estate Agents, or the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors, RICS. Um, you'll often see the RICS more um, towards the commercial side and, and surveyors, but uh, you do find a lot of residential agents, land agents, things like that as well that are chartered by trade. They are chartered surveyors and they are therefore members of the RICS. And then the NAEA property mark generally is um, more the residential mainstream estate agency side. Um, and both of these, you should be able to contact that body, that, that regulated um, professional body and go on their website and you'll be able to search all the members and be able to find out if a particular agency is a member or not. The NEA is the professional body for state agents and it promotes high standards within the property sector. The members are bound by strict rules and are expected to uphold high levels of professional standards. They must adhere to a strict code of conduct 
Um, and the NEA can issue tough penalties if rules are breached. So, um, you know, that this is the key point of, of picking an agency that is a member of a professional body because you can be certain that they are operating to a strict code of conduct and they're also being held accountable for their service. So if you're not happy, as well as the redress schemes, um, you know, you do have this professional body to call on. Agents who belong to RICS face sanctions if they act inappropriately. And in worst cases, agents could end up losing their chartered status, meaning they can no longer carry out certain types of work. The next thing to look for is to check that the estate agent is part of a redress scheme. All estate agents need to be a member of a government-approved independent redress scheme, and this is a legal requirement. The idea behind this is that complaints can be dealt with quickly and easily. Um, and with this in mind, make sure your agent is a member of either the, the property ombudsman or the property redress scheme. Those are the two um, most popular, the, the two that you should really go to in the first place. Both those websites, you can search for particular agents to check that they are um, a member. The key thing is the role of an independent redress scheme is to provide fair and reasonable resolutions to disputes with members of the public. So it gives you um, a backup, basically, that if you don't feel that you're getting the service or something is wrong, you can go to them and um, they will, they're will they there to protect you and to um, look at the case for you. Note that the Ombudsman Services property was discontinued in August 2018. So bear that in mind, there was another scheme out there. Um, but members of that scheme have had to join an alternative now. So the two key ones to look for are the property ombudsman or the property redress scheme. The other thing to look for is check for membership of a client money protection scheme, CMP. Now, this was in the media. It was in the press a lot over the last few months um, as it was brought in for being compulsory for letting agents as well. So um, again, this became a legal requirement for any agency handling clients' money to be a member of one of the six government schemes. So check for a membership of a client money protection scheme. You then have peace of mind as well that any money that you um, have held by that company is protected. So why is it important to check an agent's credentials? Well, it can be tempting to go for the one that gives you the highest valuation, but you need to consider other factors such as fees, the time it takes to sell properties, the service offered, and whether the agent belongs to any regulatory bodies. There is such a variety of things that you need to consider, and that's why the, the key thing for me is for you to really understand your goals, what you want to achieve, and then by discussing that with the various agents, you're going to know whether they're going to be able to deliver that service, whether they have the right marketing strategy, the fee structure works for you, um, you know, they can sell property quickly. They have a, a track record and a history of it um, and that they are a regulated. They, they're part of these um, regulatory bodies. They're part of the redress scheme. They've got CMP. So definitely um, factor in all these things as you're going through your decision making process. Now, another thing to look at in the days and, and times of social media and technology now uh, is as well as searching those particular websites to check that part of those schemes is take a look at their online reviews. Um, the two big ones, the, the main ones that are always there, I suppose, are Google. So even if you Google the company, you'd be able to see which people have actually gone on to Google and reviewed them. Um, 
and things like their social media platforms. So Facebook, if they've got a Facebook page, you can look on there, see what people are saying about them. Um, quite often now, if you Google the company name, a lot of these reviews and things come up on the first page anyway, because the social media platforms are um, that well integrated with SEO. So definitely do a bit of research, do a bit of due diligence, you know, type them into Google, have a look at what they're, what people are saying about them, what reviews they have on their website. Um, but the biggest thing is obviously take everything with a slight pinch of salt in that, you know, um, people do, you, you see quite a lot of things where people go on there, they might be spam messages. So, so look at what the consistent underlying message is. So if you go come across an agent and they're literally one star on every platform and there's not a nice thing said about them, then it's pretty clear. If they're a mix, you know, look for the themes, look for what people are actually commenting on. Is it the service? Is it the people? Things like that. Um, and just take the time, take the time to do the due diligence and then even ask around. You know, the, the biggest thing leading on from that is personal recommendation. So um, a great functionality actually talking about social media is the Facebook recommends um, functionality. So if you type into your Facebook feed, you know, looking for recommendations of an estate agent in Nottingham, um, then straight away people that sort of flags up to people that that's what you're looking for. And people can then tag in um, businesses they've used. They can discuss and tell you their recommendations. And it's a great tool, actually, especially if um, you're relatively new to an area or you may have never used that service in that area before to put that out there and see what people genuinely say. And then you've got an opportunity to discuss with people. You've got an opportunity to speak to people who've actually used the service that have gone through that experience. And you can ask them in detail then how did they find it? What were the people like? How long did it take? Um, everything. So great functionality out there. Thanks to social media. The biggest tip there is to take your time, do your due diligence, um, because the research will definitely um, help you and potentially save you time and money. So that concludes this episode of Ask the Estate Agent. Um, hope it helps. Just to quickly recap over the main key points, because I know there's a lot to take in. Biggest starter point, know what you want to achieve, know what your goal is, um, know what level of work or involvement you want to have before you go and look at any estate agents. Once you've got that clear, you then need to be looking for, um, are they a member of any uh, trade bodies, regulatory bodies, things like the NAEA property mark or the RICS? Check they are a member of a redress scheme, such as the Property Ombudsman or Property Redress Scheme. Check they have client money protection um, insurance and they're part of a CMP scheme. Then definitely go online, have a look at things like online reviews, personal recommendations, and ask around to see, do your due diligence and your research on that agent. So I hope this helps. All these little things, you know, if, if it helps you to pick the right agent, and to um, achieve what you want to achieve, then I really do hope it helps. I'd love your feedback. Um, tell me your experiences, what you found worked, what didn't work, um, anything that you can add to this list. It'd be great to hear on your experience on how you picked the agent that you used. Um, and 
I hope it all works out for everybody. So if you if you're selling at the moment, you know, it's it's a busy market as it stands at the moment in April 2019. So um, again, would love to hear your experience. And as always, if you have any questions or subjects you'd like covering, please do get in touch. So until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.